Okay, so we begin the new Masech today, Masech the pair, we're beginning on Daf Aleph, as someone pointed out just before it began the Shir. Um, and for those who are joining us, that's not a printing mistake. Yerushalmi begins with Daf Aleph. And Mr. Uh, Hashem, should help us uh, finish this Masech like we did the previous ones, with no errors, no way to make it further clear, and clearly, you can understand it clearly. So let's continue. Now, we are quite familiar with this Mishnah, hopefully, because we say it every day. What are these things that don't have a shear? Now, a shear means that it doesn't seem to have a fixed measure. Meaning a measure, so Minat Torah, when it comes to Peah, which is a subject of this Masechta, there's no shear the Torah gives us of how much we need to leave. Now, what's a mitzvah of Peah? I should obviously give you an introduction. One of the Matanot Aniyim is to leave a Peah leave a corner of one's field for the anim, because it says, when you are doing when you're having your field, make sure you don't clean up the whole field. You must make sure you leave a, pay, a, a corner for them. That's still your payer. We will discuss what happens if you do clean up your entire field exactly in this year. Um, but, uh, so that's the first one. So it seems to be on a biblical level, there is no shear. Chachamim did give a shear, and the shear that the Chachamim gave is 160. What we're going to look at is, is there a shear? Can someone give more than a 60th? Can they give their entire field? We'll discuss that as well in today's stuff. But let's just give you the Mishnah. Baha Bikurin. Bikurin is at one's first fruit from the Shivat Aminim. We know there's a mitzvah to do that. Now, it doesn't say exactly how much one is meant to do for Bikurin. And we'll discuss that at the top and bottom soon. Baha Re'ayon. Re'ayon here is the mitzvah Ali al Now, the, uh, the simple explanation that Rebchaim brings is that the mitzvah Riyah, there's no shear for that meaning you just have to appear in the base of English. It's literally the appearance of you coming lightly regularly. You can come in and out. There's no shear in terms of how long you have to be there. And you can come in multiple times as well. Present yourself in front of the base of English during the regular. The Likut uh, I've got here, not Mishnah the Yahoo, um, actually brings other sort of discussions. Um, one is according to, there's one opinion that might have been applied to the Korban. What's interesting is it's a machloka where they can, in terms of the value of the Korban, the one brings the Olapri'iyah, the special fully burnt offering one has to bring when they come to the base of Mingdash. But there's also an interesting discussion here regarding is there, if one does come multiple times, they keep on every day of, say, Sukkot, they keep on presenting themselves, do they bring an Olapri'iyah every single time? Okay, that's actually a machlokas. That's why that you see that General Mepashim don't bring that as one of the things that alien shiur. Because a, there is an opinion that it's only, you only bring it the first time and not the other times as well. Okay. And the final, and then we also talk, talk about Gimilut Chasadim and also Talmud Torah. Now, importantly, Reb Chaim says they also don't have a shear, but however, this one's different. Why? Even if you give a small amount, you, you fulfill your heel. And when it comes to Talmud Torah, and every opportunity you have to fill the mitzvah, you meant to go and go ahead and do so. Um, unlike Peah, once you've given your shear, you're done. You'll see why that's an important implication um, in this shear as well. Another thing to point out. Now, I, I know um, we try and uh, stay focused in our shear and not uh, digress too much, but um, I, have to, I have to mention this uh, from the Likuta Mishnah when it comes to Talmud Torah. I'll read it inside. It says as follows. That why does the Torah, why does it say when it comes to Talmud Torah, there's no sheer milamata? Sorry, my screen's doing funny things. I hope, can, you, can you still, I didn't break up then? Good, fine. Um, uh, the, and that is because, now I would think that means that 
when the, when the Mishnah says, there's no minimum amount of Torah, you can be Yotze with one word. That would be uh, almost like less than encouraging for me to do more learning. I can just do my little shear in the morning and I'm done. Even though we said, we just finished in Brachot saying that if you're Kovei Itim, say this is my only time to learn and nothing else, that's, uh, that, was, that was viewed quite negatively, if you remember in the previous year. However, he doesn't say this. The fact that the Ein Lehm Shur is Lechabebet HaTorah has the opposite effect. Why? In other words, for every word we do in learning Torah, it's a kiyom of mitzvah of Talmud Torah bifnatzma. So if anything, that's going to encourage you to do more. And even more so, it says the Talmud Torah is equal to all the mitzvahs in the Torah. And normally you're not allowed to be if someone happens to learn daf echad, one daf, how many hundreds of mitzvahs does he fulfill? So it's actually, when the, when, when the Mishnah says, it's not to say, oh, you can just do a little. It has an opposite effect because you've got a full kiyom of mitzvah even in one word. And there's no shir to have a full kiyom of mitzvah. That means every word we're learning together is a, is well, I say there's a full mitzvah myself. I said share this with my son. He says, but that's connected kulam, so six hundred and thirty mitzvahs. And then he had it. That's what he heard that in school. And then his parish was, but part of the six hundred and thirty mitzvahs is the mitzvah Talmud Torah itself. So with this circular logic, the sun, the sun keeps going to the infinite for every single uh, for every single uh, word, word we learn together. All right, that's good. Let's uh, let's continue. Elul Dvarim. These are Sha'am no Chel Peratim Belamazeva Karen Kamel Alamaba. We'll discuss this when we get to the Gemara later on. And these are the mitzvahs. That, um, that someone uh, enjoys some of the reward in this world, but the principal amount is kept in the world to come. That's Kibbut Abba'im, respecting parents, Kibbut Chassadim, once again, um, doing acts of kindness, if you like, Bahavat Shalom, making peace between the Talmud Torah, Kanegi Kulam, once again, and Talmud Torah is equal to the whole. We will discuss in the interview tomorrow. However, let's now focus on Peah, which is a topic of, our, of the Mesefra. Eilud Vrim She'ein Lahem Shiur. The Gemara says, Rabbi Binyamin Barlevi, Amar Rebitzak Barabimi, Habun He said, the Rebitzak and Rabbim happened to be sitting. Makshuye, they, they asked the Kasha, Amrin, and they said, Lama Lotaninan Truma Imahem. Why is it that Truma is also not mentioned in our Mishnah? Now, um, on the one hand, when you see a question like this, it could either just be picking why is it missing from the list. But we'll, we'll see through the process that we get a better understanding of pair itself by even asking this question. You'll see. It says, now what's the question? As we know, the first thing that one separates from his, uh, from his, from his harvest when he brings in is what's called Truma Gadola. Now, Truma Gadola goes to the Kohen. Don't confuse with this Truma Maiser. That's another Truma. But the first thing that separates Truma Gadola, and that goes, and that's Minatora, Afilo Chita Echad, even one small uh, kernel, is Poter Takri. Ain't Lem Shur. So the question is then, why when it comes to, why did the mission also mention Truma? Truma Gadola is also one of, the thing, one of these things, also in Lame Shirin. This is despite the fact, yes, Chachamim gave, gave, uh, gave Shirin for it, between Ayin Yafe and Yarad, depending if you're generous or you're stingy, between the 40th and the 60th. But, the, but again, this is something Minatora, just like Per Minatora doesn't have a Shirin, so to Truma as well. So why is it absent from the list? 
So let's continue. The Gemara says, Now, what does it mean, Mipnei HaMachloket? Now, that is because if there's a mission, this is when Hashem explained it, is that there's a, later on we find a machloket in terms of is there a maximum you can give for truma? Okay? Meaning, when it comes to truma, the truma gedola that is, you've got Rebbe Yezer says that it's a, a tent is a maximum, and Rebbe Yishmael says that it's actually a machetza. So th- because we have a machloket regarding the maximum of Yeshlahem Shur, therefore that's not, that, that, therefore it's not mentioned in the Mishnah. That's why it's absent. However, Amrav Yossi, now according to Penny Moshe, this is a second answer. Amrav Yossi, Adam Truma. You find that someone is able to make their entire field Bikurim, but he can't make his entire field Truma. Now, why? Because Truma is referred to as Reshit, the first of something. When it comes to Bikurim, you're able to do so despite the fact it says Reshit as well. Um, uh, I'll show you here. Uh, if you look at. Um, if you have a look at the Reb Chaim, he says, mm-hmm. um, It says, Because you have to, in other words, for Truma to be considered reshit, it has to have at least something remaining. But it's the first of something. However, time with Mikhti, because it says Rashid to be no share in the So, and therefore, when it comes, however, when it comes to Bikurim, when it comes to Paya, you can make your entire field that that's why, that's why a Truma doesn't appear in a Mishnah of Zarim Sha'in. So the Gemara asks a question. Hey, Tivo, and one second, got a Kasha. Hare, who Omer Paya? Sorry, my computer's making funny noises. Let me see if that's like in the power. It's going to improve matters. I don't know, it says a bit robotic feedback. Anyway, so hey, when Hare Omer Paya, Hare Adam Osei Kol Ein Adam Osei Kol Sadeo Paya, the Tanita. But one second, if you say the reason why Truma is absent from the list because you can't make your whole field, uh, you can't make all your produce Truma, but Paya also shouldn't appear in the list. Why? Because how can someone make the whole field Paya? It doesn't work. You have to leave a corner of the field. And how do I know that? Because it said, Rish, after you've done Rishik, meaning you're harvesting and don't make sure you clean off the pay, the rest of it. So Amrav Yossi, and this is fascinating, he said, Now, this is fascinating understanding of what happens with payah. The act of Ktsira, he says, act of taking the first, cutting the first sheaves, is equivalent to Miruachakri. What's that mean? The chiyub of Trumas and Masra doesn't begin until you've done what's retrieved in Kri. Kri is when you smooth over the pile. Okay? That's when you're suddenly chayv and Trumas and Masra. So it's that act that if you like, you can no longer snack from the food from that point. Mamash, you have to, that, that's a point where you get the chiyub and Trumas Masra kicks in. And from that point onwards, you can't make the whole thing Truma. However, when does the chiyub of Peah kick into the field? Is, does the chiyub of Peah exist because you have a field in front of you? Is it like Tevil equivalent now? But he says, no, the Gemara says, this is such a beautiful Gemara to start, like you shall me pay, like, but it's beautiful, wonderful. He says, no, the Chiyu begins after you've done the first Ktsira. So that first piece of wheat that you, that, that you cut, that didn't have a Chiyu of Peya. Now from that point on, you can make your whole field, you can make your whole field Peya. And that's considered, even though, materially, you're left with a stalk of wheat behind. 
okay? But still, it will be still considered as if you gave your whole field as payah, because the chiyuv only began after you cut that first piece of wood. So in other words, the payah can find its place in a Mishnah because you can make your whole field payah. Meaning the whole field, if you like, once the chiyuv kicked in, which is after you cut the first piece of wheat. Is that clear? In other words, once again, let's get, get the difference because this is critical. And you need to understand this for the rest of, for the, most of the rest of the Amud we're going to be learning. With Truma, the chiyuv of Truma doesn't begin Truma Samasa till Miro Hakri. Once you've done that, you can't make the whole thing Truma because it needs to be a Rishit, Rishit and Snikar. So you still need to leave something left over for Truma when it comes to Truma Gadol. However, with Peya, Let's look. Let's make it parallel one another. Again, the chiyuv on the field doesn't exist for peah until you do ktsira. Once you started doing the cutting, you cut the first kernel. Now let's look at a field you have now that's chayv peah. And the answer is, when it comes to that, can you leave the whole thing as peah? Can you make the entire thing peah? The answer is yes, you can. That's where it's different to truma. That's where it's different to truma Does it depend on being active and passive? Truma is active. Peah is passive. Um, yeah, so Truma, you have to do Hafrasha. We'll see what it comes to Peah. Do you have to actually do anything? But we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll I, I'm thinking this is when we get to that. Okay, but the idea is you have to leave it there. Okay, but you can do the whole thing. You can say this whole area is designated, that my entire field is given off as Peah, if, if one is incredibly generous to do so. But it wouldn't happen until he did what? Someone can't go, I want to make my whole field Peah without doing a Kitsira. You have to remember why this is important. It's going to be very critical for the rest of the year as well. Why is it critical? Because Pay, if something is pay, it's part of Rutramasamasra. Okay? And, and, and we'll, we'll, we'll see. If, in other words, if you try and call something pay and it's not pay you might be giving someone tevel. Right? We'll, 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 but, unless he's mafkir, but I'm not going to confuse things with tevel and pay and, um, and now. Let's continue. Um, so let's have a look. Let's go over again. Amra Biosik, Sirachi Bolitarishona Domeli Miruach. Meaning it's like smoothing over the pile. Achilokatsa Shibolatrishino prior to cutting the first shibolet, nonit chayev so they will pay her. The whole field wasn't chayev and pay her. Mishikatsa Shibolatarishino, once you've cut it, call Sadeo, nit chayev, That's when your whole field is chayev and pay Therefore, be kesh la sot kosodea pea or se. If he wants to make his whole field pay he can do so. Um, one second. I was I've got a note to look at Reb Chaim here. Um, no, I've pretty much said it outside. Okay, but I'm when it comes to truma. Before the pile, the pile is smoothed over. The pile, the, the pile is not chayev. Um, truma, and there, um, uh, however, the bikesh lasot kiryot truma eno oser. In other words, prior to the miracha carry is not chayev. Once it's smoothed over and you're chayev. Then, and you want to make the whole pile truma, you cannot do so. The Tanim, like we said, Taman, Almer Kol Garni Truma, Bokoli Sati Chala, Lo Amar Klum Achi Yeshe Armik Tzato. In other words, you want to make your whole, uh, whole, your whole, the dough you put together, you want to make the whole thing Chala, or if you want to make the, um, your, your whole pile that you've smoothed over, Truma Gdola, you cannot do so because it has to be Rishit, it has to be Sharei Nikarin, it has to be something left over. Okay, so that's, we've just read the Gemara, basically what I've just already explained outside. Let's continue. Now, this is interesting. What about the Shibolet Rishona? Okay, the first sheaf that you cut down, the first stalks you cut down. Is that Chayv and Peah? Okay. So what's even the question? What do you mean Chayv and Peah? 
So if you have a look, Reb Chaim says, he says, And what's an afkamina? That's le'inyan shiur. That's got to do with the shiur. So ha'umer peya midrabanan de'in, ha'umur bepeya derabanan, the shiur we have on a rabbinic level, de'in pochtim bepeya mishishim. Umibayli, the question is, mitzarich liten peya achan mishim gam keneged shibolat rishona. Let's say someone has like a small field. And mathematically, if you like, having that one stalk is going to be significant. Do I have to include that first stalk I cut as part of my calculations of a 60th or not? Is it chayv a pair or is it patuk a pair? You have to remember, when I cut it, was there a chayv? Before I cut it, was, a chayv, was there a chayv pair in the field? And so there wasn't. So the question is, now that I've cut it, does do I also include what I cut as part of my calculations? It's, it's such a sweet gemara here. Anyway, so we say, um, so F Shalomar, the Gemara says, is that really possible? Rabbi Chaim explains, this is it, it was able to mechayev the whole fields of peya, but what was mechayev it effectively, he says. I'll read it, Rabbi Chaim says, That is what obligated the field to peya. Before you cut it, there was no chayev on anything. Hilkach, he atzma, that stalk itself. What was the mechaev on that stalk? So in other words, that stalk being cut was mechaev the rest of the field. But you don't have anything that's mechaev the first stalk. So clearly that first stalk, is, we say, is completely patu from peya, according to the conclusion of the Gemara, and you wouldn't include in the calculations. Again, it's uh, sweet. Now, let's have a look. What happens, kitsashi bola tarishona? What if you cut that first stalk? Venisrafa, and then it burns. In other words, that was the mechaev of the field, and that disappears. Do I have to now do another act of ketzira to mechaev the rest of the field? Or not? So we said, nishmini nahada. One will learn from this case. So what's this case? It says as follows. Katsar chetzia. Or machar masha katsar. Let's say he harvested the field and then sold away what he harvested. Or katsar chetzia, or he harvested half of it. The hikdish, before finishing the rest of the field, he was makdish masha katsar. He was maktish what he, what, he, what, he, what he already cut. Not what's remaining, that's a later mission. But what he already cut. What does it say? Since the time when he began cutting, it was mechay the field in peya. Therefore, he has to leave what he let, in what, what's let, from what remains, he has to leave peya for everything, the first half and the second. Right? Now the Gemara says, v'hektesh, if he's maktish the first half that he already cut, isn't that kasarufu? Isn't if it's burnt? Isn't if it's no longer in your rishus? So you see, how did the Katsashi what we learn from here, despite the fact that first mechayev, that first stalk is no longer in the world, if you like, either it's Hanur of Hektesh or in the question, our question is burnt, you don't need another mechayev anymore. Once that first stalk is cut, it mechayevs the whole field in pair. Okay, clear? Let's go. What happens now? Next question. It's a What happens if he end up cutting the whole field down? Now, if someone ends up harvesting the whole field and not leaving peya, he says, What happens? He has to do, he has to separate peya from that which was harvested. That's a basic halacha now, right? Now, the question is, Now, let's, now, in other words, in the beginning, when you had standing wheat in the field, you can say that that first wheat was the mechayat. That first thing you cut was mechaev, so that's patu, like we said. But now that you've cut the whole field, and now we have to separate from standing, like from every everything that was cut. Do is it now undo everything? And like, who cares? You cut a little piece. You can now. Now do we now do we include that first stalk that was cut or not? 
because it's almost like a new it's like almost like a new heel that's come into the world. That, that, that's let's say the Havamina. Maybe it's like a new Chiyuv that came into the world, but now since you've cut the whole thing, what a new Chiyuv of separating Peah from that which is already already cut, like the whole harvest. So we say, the Gemara says, Amalei Nilaf Peah Amorimi Peah Tama. says you've got it wrong. The only reason why we have to separate from the Kama, from, from, sorry, from the Amarim, from the actual that which was harvested, is because I didn't take it from the Kama, meaning I can learn. The, the, the chiyuv of, Omar, of the of the Omarim stems from the chiyuv of the Kama, what Kama is standing for. So therefore, ma peat Kama lo chazra, In other words, it's not like a new chiyuv come into the world of Omarim. That chiyuv that, that, that is there, once you've cut the whole field by mistake, stems from that original chiyuv. The original chiyuv you had, you had when you should have left Peah when it was standing. So just in that original heel, that first that first stalk was patur. So too, if you've now harvested the whole field, um, and and like you shouldn't have, then also you discount that first little bit you cut, which is important because you have to be mashbush from the chayyim. You can't. You, you, in other words, you don't you, you don't include that um, that original stalk that you first cut. Okay, and also important for calculations to be said. Okay, next. Uh, this is again, all these sugis are just beautiful. You can imagine if, if, if we're learning Yerushalmi in like a, in yeshivas, these are the most sweet neon sugis I, I imagine. Like it, it, goes to the, it goes to the core of the chiyu of peah, these sugis. Okay, let's continue. Ha peah ve'a bikurim. So it says that, ha peah yeshlem shiru milamata ve'inleim shiru milamala. And so we've got one teaching that says that peah, it has a shiur milamata, midrabana, we said a 60th. It doesn't have shiur on the bab, however, bikurim barayon, when it comes to bikurim, the first fruits in rayon, this is said, presenting itself in the base of Migdash on the Shoshua Regalin, there's no bottom and there's no minimum and maximum. So it's tiny, tiny, but we've got a different teaching. There's no shiur below and there's no shiur above. So, the, so in other words, we've got two different teachings. One says when it comes to peah, there is a minimum shiur, another one says it doesn't have a minimum shiur. So Gemara says, "My nafkim benehu." What nafkim in is in between them? Vehen chad min shishin. Either way you want to cut it, you still have to leave a sixtieth. If someone takes less than a sixtieth, he has to add to it. He has to leave a sixtieth. So it takes. He has to leave. Make sure he leaves a sixtieth of his field. So he says, "No min min demar de peah the shita that says peah yesh la shiur milamata." The, the, the opinion that says that peah has a shiur from below, the ain la shiur milamata, but doesn't have a maximum. If someone took less, mash natan. If someone took less than the sixtieth, the chazar hosif, and then added to get to the minimum shear, then we say it would be shino gears of the grahia. It would be patur b'maser ad shashi yashlim, because if it has a minimum shear and you haven't reached the minimum shear, then everything you're adding to you get to the minimum shear will be considered payah. And everything that's considered payer is part of from Trumasamasa, like we said. Uman demar ha peyab bikurim varyon ein lahem shiur, that doesn't have a shiur, lo milamata lo milamata. That means really there's no shiur, the small, first little bit you've done, you've yoitzi, you've, you've fulfilled your chiyur. Mashinatan kfar niftar, that which you've really set, like, set aside as peyah is patur. And, and um, kfar niftar. However, chazar vosif, you, you add extra to it, then you be chayv vamasrat. Now, I just want to do a screen share so this is uh, absolutely clear, hopefully. Um, one second. So you can see, because there are two ways to understand this. 
uh, still in word format because I think you just put it together before the shear. So Reb Chaim says, this is this called the Girsta Gra and Rabbeinu Chaim. He says, if you say yesh lahem shir milamata, there is an enem shir midarabana. Then if someone only separated less than a sixth year, up to here, that's clearly patur. But because according to the shir says yesh lahem shir milamata, that means you haven't, you haven't completed yachir midarabana. And it's not yet all considered payas, so therefore anything you mosif on this side will then be also considered payer and patur. However, according to the shita that says that there's no shear in the below. That means whatever you gave below a 60th, you finish, you're done with payer. Now, the fact that Chachamim says you have to do a 60th and you're being mosif, that's being mosif after you've already patu. And you're adding effectively tevel now, untied produce to get to the 60th. That's why Reb Chaim explains it. And that's based on the graph, which is based on the, that, that relies on the Shino Girsa. Sorry? You are chayv in what? Chayv the, the ani would have to separate trumas and masra from it, or you'd have to separate trumas and masra. Well, I think you'd have to separate trumas and masra from it before you give it to give it to the ani. I'm sorry. What what's the, the the dotted red line is what? The dotted red line is to show he's done less than a sixtieth. We're going this way. We're added, 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 added. So we took our first clump was up to here. It was less than a sixtieth. Is it added to get to a sixtieth? So these are two phases, if you like. Oh, okay, got it. Okay, got okay. it. So because initially I was Yosem Echir with my first little amount, which was less than a 60th, my next month that gets me the 60th is Chayef. Okay? That's according to Einan Shira. However, that relied on the Shina Girisa. However, because we have uh, in our audience someone who um, always corrects me with the Pnei Moshe, the Pnei Moshe actually keeps, um, keeps the Girisa. And the Girisa here, he says, actually, you should read as Chayef. So I'll, I'll just explain outside what the Pnei Moshe says. Also, Rosh Zerulius explains it this way. And it says as follows. He says, when it says, yes, shiur milamatam, it means since there is a shiur, what you've separated is not yet defined as peya until you get to a 60. That means that which is separated would be chayiv in trumas and masrot until you get to a 60. That's what it means. That's how if you read it like chayiv. Which is a very different way of understanding it, but in the Shulam Mata, he 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 explains exactly like uh, I think it's exactly like we said Reb Chaim. But that's 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 how you if you're going to explain it, that when you read the Gemara, Chazav Rosif Chayev Chayev and Peri Moshe says that since Yeshlem Shiur, if you do too, if you do too, if you separate too little, it's not it's not defined as pair at all until you've got to the Shiur. Once you've got to the Shiur, then everything you separate is considered pair would be part. So that's why it's chayev ad until you get to a 60. Okay, so let's just go a little bit further. Now the Gemara says, Rav Barachi Abayi asked a question, Lama lo tanina. Why is it that we did, uh, that the mission didn't teach? Efer sota. This is the, some of the, the on the, on the me sota, they took some soil from the, in the, in the um, heichal, or the, uh, heichal of the Zara. So that, sorry, heichal, um, in, in, uh, was in the, I think it was in the Kodesh even. It was a Kodesh Hechel. Oh, anyway, in any event, they took in the basement, took some, some of the soil and placed on the Mechata. The, the, the Mechata, sorry. But Lama Lotanin, why didn't you talk about Efer Apara? The Ashton Pradama that they put on the spring water also doesn't have a shear. But Lama Lotanin, why didn't you mention rock, Yavama? In the case of Yibo, one of the processes of Yibo not only just remove his shoe, but she spits in front of it. There's no shear for that. Why didn't you say, But Lama Lotanin, Dan Sipor, Shel Matsora, part of purification of Matsora. Is a shek one of the birds, one bird is set free, and the blood from it is placed. On this, on the spring water, all these things don't seem to have a shear either. So it seems like our mission is not a definitive list. 
So the Gemara says, no, lo atina mentin el devrim shehu mosif alem v'yesh ba'asiyatan mitzvah. Right? Eilu afopishu mosif alem ein v'asiyatan mitzvah. In other words, when it comes to the, uh, let's look at one of the examples, Eifer Pradumah. You put a little bit on, of the ashes on the, on the spring water, or you, or you put a lot on, putting more ashes doesn't give you a bigger kiyom mitzvah. It doesn't. That's why it's not mentioned. You've got a miram shira, that's it. However, when it comes to peya, this is the chiddush we're learning here, the more you give, it's considered a greater kiyom mitzvah. Like Talmud Torah, like we learned before, like Bikurim, like, um, like uh, uh, Re'ayon. It seems to be the more you do, in other words, you keep coming into the base of Migdash on Alea Laregel, you're actually doing it more of a Kiyom Mitzvah. You're actually fulfilling. There's more of a Mitzvah what you're doing. But adding more of the soil on the water for the Mitzvah is going to drink, there's no extra Mitzvah in adding more to it. So in other words, that's another din we learn in our Mishnah. When it's Elam Shem Shem Shiur, it doesn't have a Shiur Lamata or Lamala. But nonetheless, the more that you do in it, Gmul Chasadim, Talmud Torah, there's an extra additional um, uh, fulfillment of uh, a Mitzvah. It says, um, as we just as we read, just read the, the words of Mara, Shul Mosifah Yesh Basiyatan Mitzvah. The more you add, you're actually fulfilling a, a, more of a Mitzvah or fully Mitzvah. Okay, that's it. Mitzvah Shem. Thank you so much. I, I, I'm sorry I missed the first part of the Shia, but what is the difference between cutting off uh, uh, the, then it becomes Shikha? If you, you don't, because you said your chayv in Trumas and Masras, as if you didn't reach the minimum yet. Okay, as so long that, as you didn't reach the minimum in in, in that chart, is is oh. there a different? Uh, but when I'm busy doing it, there, there is always a the first uh, uh, whatever uh, part of time I didn't reach the minimum yet. So so how do I look at that? Um. So are you talking about according to Pnei Moshe? I'll just get the screen up again. Okay. Is that what you're referring to? Yeah, but because you said as long as you didn't reach that 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 red line, then then you're you're hiding trumas and masters. But when is when is that think, when, when that, is that point? I think the simple answer is 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 that when it comes to payer, you're not cutting it, you need to leave it. Right. And once you cut it, it has to become shikha? No, no, shikha is a different mitzvah. Uh, well, we can go through I, you know, I'll give you a quick uh, quick rundown of all the matanodani. There's Pe'alleke and Shechecha, right? That's on the field. There's also, actually, I've got a chart here. Just give me a second. I'll get it on the, on, on, from our website, an introduction to Pe'a. Just give me a second. I'm, I might put this, uh, uh, one second, I'll just bring it up now. I'll stop the screen share so you can see it. We've got a minute for this. Yeah, you're not rushing off just yet. Let's do the learning aids. Um, introduction to Pe'a. Yeah, on the Mishnah on the website. Yeah, let me just share this. Here's my screen share. Here we go. Yeah. So th this is a whole introduction of Sech Payah. And now, if you have a look here, I've got here this farmer's checklist, right? So in a field, you've got Leket, Payah, and Shechacha. Payah is the corner of the field you have to leave. Leket, let's see if I can zoom in a little bit so you can see it a bit better. Leket are the individual stalks, one or two that fall during your harvest as you're cutting things. We'll discuss that as well. It's all in this Masechta. And Shichacha are the proper bundles that you've forgotten behind. Right. One of, I think it's one of those beautiful mitzvahs. The more you try to fulfill it, the harder it is to fulfill because it's only fulfilled if you forgot it behind. Yeah. Okay. So don't confuse Shichacha with Peah yet. 
What we're talking about with payer is if you didn't, if you didn't leave payer, you've harvested the whole field, you still have to give the onion payer. You have to remove it from all the bundles. That's different to shikha. Shikha is I've bundled everything up, I left it on the field, and, and I'm taking all these bundles in at the end at, at, at the end of the work day, at the end of the harvest. And I forgot uh, one or two bundles out there. Those I can't go back and get. That's a completely different mitzvah. Okay? And for your own benefit, you, have, you also have payah by trees and shikha by that as well. And in the vineyard, meaning the kerem, you've got a few other mitzvahs as well. We'll learn in the mesechta. That is, peret is like leket. That's individual grapes that fall. Shikha is the same type of thing you'll see. And it's not bundles. It's, it, it, it's bunches of grapes you forgot as you, as like you, you forgot behind as you were picking them. You missed a few. And all a lot, um, peret, it's all a lot. Yeah, pay you have as well as well. And all a lot are the like misken, like really badly formed bunches of grapes that don't have the netef and katef, which is like don't have the shoulders and bunch of grape and, and don't have the brupy part at the end. That's, uh, but we'll learn about all this as we go through this. Okay, Mr. Shem. Thank you so much. So perhaps going back, you have another minute? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, is the, the order, is, is there any connection between Trumotu Masrot and Peal, kind of order what should be first? Because going back to your chart, it, it seemed to me that this may be perhaps the machloket between the two shitot, how to learn that one says, well, perhaps I'm wrong, but uh, that one says uh, that power kicks in uh, very early and the, and the other said, no, no, um, once you are chayaf, uh, it starts with and, and power is really at the end, the, the last part of the field that you leave. Um, Actually, I'm not knowing. Yeah, I'm not sure because we'll see, we'll learn in, we'll also learn Mishnah's coming up that hair doesn't have to be at the end of the book. Um, we'll learn of where it can be. Um, that's number one. Number two, also, the di there's a difference between like Matanot Anim we're learning here and Trumasamasu and the like. Because all these Matanot Anim we're learning about here is stuff that's in the field during harvest or as things are growing and cutting and things like that. Trumasamasu is actually after the harvest is finished and I've brought everything in. Before mm -hmm. I can eat it, it's table and I have to separate Trumas Masro, as again we'll learn of the, of, the, of the course of the Seder. So there's sort of two different phases. But the reason why, the reason why it is, um, we, we bring up Trumas Masro here is because the Matanot Anima Pato from Trumas Masro, Ani can just take it, take it home and enjoy it. Okay? But it has to be defined as one of the Matanot Anim for him to do so. If it's not defined as that, then it's like any other food from the field and it would be considered a table. They have to do a Hafrasha. Right, that's that's where that's where that that discussion I think comes in. Seder. Mm -hmm. yeah. Sure. Right. Hope that was clear. Cool too. Yeah. All right.